Hello everybody and welcome to Questions You're Not Asking. My name is Tom French and... I'm Chris Morphew. Chris and I are writing a book together with responses to a bunch of absurd questions about God and the Bible that you're probably not asking and probably don't need an answer to. As we prepare to write the book, though, we're letting you in on our discussions. And this week, we actually have our first ever guest with us who is going to help us to answer this week's question. So, Chris, why don't you introduce us to our guest? In exciting news, we do have a guest, and that guest is Josh Hawkins' viral video sensation. How are you going, Josh? (laughs) I am very well. I didn't realize... I am your first guest ever. Yeah. I assumed, you know, you do this every week and, you know, but there you go. The inaugural. No, I, well, that's right. And look, I we may have just like hyped ourselves up a bit so that you think we were a legitimate <laughs> podcast that you wanted to come on, but I, I don't yeah. apologize. I thought I, was, I thought I was coming on Joe Rogan. That's what you said. It's basically the same thing. Just as many hot takes, just in like slightly different directions. So same level of energy. So for those of you who somehow don't know who Josh is, um, well, my, here is my hi Josh story. Um, so Josh, I first encountered you through the how to speak Australian video a few years ago. Yeah. And then the, throwing things into places over your shoulder in Mm -hmm. unbelievable ways, which I'm sure has a title that is not that. Yep. (laughs) And then we have one... Collab. Collaboration. Look, it's very kind of you to to call it that. I I am proud now to say that I have an article of clothing that has gone viral in China. (laughs) Um, Yes. So do you want to briefly explain that Yeah. Absolutely. So a couple of years ago, this this video went viral of a little kid in in China um, doing like a, a school performance, probably. Um, but the two elements that make it funny and why it went viral was um, the the child. I think let's go with the he. I think it was a he. He was dressed up as a little bear, little cute bear, um, performing a dance. Uh, with a bunch of other little bears. Um, but this kid was obviously not having a great day. It was bawling his eyes out. But the professional that he was kept doing the moves. Um, the show so, must go on. <laughs> the show must go on. So, I mean, you know, I feel sorry for the kid, but, like, it was just so funny. And so I can't remember why, but I decided to copy it, you know, um, do, like, a side-by-side, learn the moves, um, put put my uh, my best devastated face on, um, but I didn't have the outfit. I needed this big bear costume. Um, so best place to ask for things, the internet. Um, I think I put it out on Instagram. And I said, "Does anyone have a gigantic bear costume <laughs> that they could lend me?" Um, and then and, I get a sure enough, and I get a little message from uh, Chris. And he was like, well, I don't have a bear costume, but I have a Chewbacca costume. And uh, so I borrowed it. I made the video and and the video went viral in China. I think it got like 15 million views like, in insane. China. <laughs> and then it took me months to give you back the costume. Look, that was like partly my fault. And there was chocolate in the box when you returned it. So there I were, mean- uh, Yeah, I gave you a little thank you gift. Yeah. 
Perfect. Josh, you are... The way I keep up with The Bachelor these days... <laughs> there was a time when I was, like, well into it. Like, I have really? been known to host a Bachelor finale party complete with bingo uh-huh, cards and roses great. and tea light candles and the whole works. Yeah. Um, but I've sort of fallen off the bandwagon the last couple of seasons, except that I still watch your recaps. Recaps. And your... <laughs> and your um, uh, between the lines is that what yep. it's called between the yeah, lines yeah <laughs> um so thank you for keeping me appraised of of reality television sure josh i think you're the reason why i have watched a lot of the bachelor <laughs> like i don't really want to watch it but i do want to watch your recaps so i watch the bachelor and push through so that i can understand your recaps when they come out yeah i get that a lot i get well you know a couple of things people are like um i only watch the bachelor like you said to to be able to understand the recaps or people that are just like, I don't need to watch the bachelor because of the recaps. I'm like, well, I feel like that's quite a service to people, you know, saving (laughs) hours of their week, not having to watch this show. I did get a call one time, like from Warner brothers a couple of years ago being like, Oh, can you, you know, we, we know that you're, um, you have quite a big batchy following. Do you want to, uh, promote, that applications are open now. And I said, no, <laughs> no, thank you. But no, uh, it's, well, the reason I said it was cause like the day before or that weekend I had, um, I'd met some of the contestants, like once the show was done, um, mm. there was a, a period of time where I kind of lived quite close to a lot of the contestants. And like, <laughs> once you like kind of hear their experience, you're like, oh, geez, why would I ever encourage anyone to ever go on this show? Well, I mean, I guess that sort of dovetails into the question that we want to pose in this week's episode. And that is, if Jesus went on... Well, first of all, would Jesus go on a reality TV show? And if he did, which one would it be and would he win? (laughs) Great, let's do it. So I guess, um, first of all, we should tackle the question would Jesus go on a reality TV show at all? Which I realize maybe it depends on the show. <laughs> but as the as the person among us who has some actual contact with people behind the scenes, what's your vibe? Would Jesus... I mean, The Bachelor is is a pretty fraught one, I guess. But, like, <laughs> in general, what do you reckon? In general, I don't think he would go on a reality show. And that's the end of the podcast. Thanks for joining wow, us, guys. okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, why not? I've thought about this before because I've also, like, in a similar vein, I've I've kind of asked the question, would Jesus be on social media? Mm. Um, and I think my, my um, the answer that I kind of was working with was no. Because if you look at the way that Jesus did things, he actually... Not only did he not bring attention to himself, he um, he often would kind of go the opposite way where he would make sure that people kind of kept quiet about certain things, um, you know, until the right time and that kind of thing. So, you know, he wasn't looking for a huge crowd often. Yeah. Um, he, was, he was with his, you know, 12 disciples and then you know, he would take a few of the special ones aside and kind of... Um, teach them and and tell them what was about to happen rather than, you know, being some like itinerant preacher where he has to book out stadiums, you know, until 
he you know eventually dies he did it through people and so in that sense yeah I, i don't reckon he would be on social media because of that reason but i also think that's the same reason he wouldn't go on reality tv was because he had a very specific mission and it wasn't Mm. it essentially wasn't to be famous like if that makes sense (laughs) yeah yeah i mean like you see him healing people and being like hey don't tell anybody which is sort of the opposite of what anyone in the modern day would do like that's going straight to the insta story for exactly the rest of us (laughs) yeah exactly yeah tom thoughts yeah frenchie (laughs) well i think like I, like he he did he, he he wasn't like totally adverse to like being being out there like he could easily have have disappeared and like lived as a hermit in the bush and done nothing like he like there's certainly like some sense where he he used the like the tools that he had to leverage his influence like there's that part in i think it's john chapter 8 where he turns up in the middle of a festival and talks about being being the water of life maybe or i think something like that like i didn't i didn't think we were going to be going to this bit so i didn't prepare (laughs) for it but he he kind of turns up amongst them and he it's kind of theatrical the way that he does it to to declare who he is and what he's doing yeah and so there's some points where he is where he's making a scene and other points where he yeah where he where he's withdrawing and letting the message go out in different ways Mm, so that's true yeah I, i i think yeah i think i would i would I think he would use social media, but perhaps not always in the ways we'd expect him to. Yeah. Or everyone else is doing it. Hey, everyone. It's Future Tom here, and I just want to do a quick fact check on what I said in the episode just there. Uh, It wasn't actually John chapter 8. It was John chapter 7, where Jesus is at the Feast of the Tabernacles. And in verse 37, it says this. On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood up and said in a loud voice, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. By this he meant the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time the Spirit had not yet been given, since Jesus had not yet been glorified. So, I didn't get the passage quite right, or what Jesus was talking about exactly right, but I think my point still stands, and I'll let you get back to the podcast. I guess, like... When it comes to reality TV, like no disrespect to anyone who wants to go on it and give it a go, but like, <laughs> I feel like it is like 90% of the reasons that people go on are self-serving in the sense of they want to build a platform or they want the prize or they want to show how great they are at something. Like it's a lot about getting a following and um, or getting stuff for yourself. And like some people go on to like, you know, get the prize money for their family or because they want to do real good in the world and stuff. And so, I mean, I guess there might be an argument for maybe Jesus would go on for that, but I feel like he has other ways of achieving those things. Mm. So if we're like, if we're on the question of Jesus doing reality TV, like there's like, there's kind of like you've got different types of reality TV shows, which I'm sure we're going to get into, Mm. But but the one type is the like the survivor type, which is just like a it's a competition yeah. as opposed to uh, we're going to set you up with your life partner kind of thing, <laughs> and and we don't have any kind of any picture of Jesus in the Bible being competitive or not being competitive. Like we don't we don't know either way whether Jesus was competitive, 
And I, like I was thinking while I was watching Survivor, like, would Jesus get this into <laughs> competing for stuff? And me being a not competitive person, I'm like, absolutely not. And it feels kind of sinful. But then I'm like, but it's obviously not sinful to be competitive. Surely right. Jesus so, hanging out with his brothers, there would have been times when things got competitive. Surely that kind of like sibling competition is not an inherently bad thing. Like it's just kind of a part of life. Surely that some version of that would have been part of Jesus' yeah, childhood growing up. You'd think so. Like it's it's hard to know because obviously his most of his childhood isn't recorded. But I, I'd like to think that he kind of had a no- pretty normal childhood and. And that you know, like, because if if you take away all the the things that make us human, then he kind of comes becomes this robot person. Right. Like, I think part of why Jesus is so powerful um, is that he he's the he's a human example for us. Like, he's obviously God as well, and there's that whole part. But uh, but he came to Earth like God uh, in flesh, and was one of us like he felt our pain he Mm. um he experienced our emotions our temptations which that that's part of he like why i don't know i guess why being a christian is amazing because he did that so that we could have uh, i guess yeah so he could be an example of of who we are and like how we can live as well so I like to think that his childhood was pretty normal and, like, maybe he had some running races with his brothers and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, skimming stones on Lake Galilee or something. I don't know. But, yeah, I, yeah, that's an interesting one. Like, would Jesus be competitive? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Why not? Or maybe if we go down, like, if we start running down, I've prepared a short list of um, of specific reality shows and maybe... If we like get into some specifics, that'll help us come to mm. some answers here. Conclusions. Let's start with Batchy. Now, <laughs> I guess we need to tackle the Bachelor and the Bachelorette as sure. separate categories. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> well, because it's a different. It's surely a very different prospect. <laughs> yeah. Can can we agree that Jesus probably would not go on the Bachelor and make out with various women? At the same time, I think and we can agree on make that. Make them yeah. all compete for his love. I think so. Um, but but is it a requirement of the bachelor that you make out with them? Like, could he just sit down with them and then talk to them like he talked to the woman at the well, or different? Like he could <laughs> he could connect with these women really well. Imagine that, and then they'd all want to date him. Imagine that on the bachelorette, like he goes on the first date. So uh, I know you've been married five times. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like what uh but the, you're right like it's not a requirement to you know be intimate with like that many people um although like i think there's a level of emotional um intimacy that's expected you know with people mm. trying to find out if they're compatible or whatnot i don't know i mean he didn't <laughs> seem very interested in in that kind of relationship when he was here right well, yeah, or did, like, I, I or think, did I miss that bit in the Bible? Um, you missed that bit in the Da Vinci Code, but I don't think you missed that bit in the Bible. Um, when the kids at my school ask, like, did Jesus ever have a girlfriend? Because this is like a very important question to some of those kids. Yeah. Um, I always say, like, imagine what it would have been like to be Jesus' wife. You know, 
you're following this guy around, watching him get more and more hated and abused and also loved at the same time. And then he dies. But then he comes back, but then he goes to heaven and doesn't <laughs> return for millennia. Like, it's a, it's, it's pretty rough to be... Like, I don't think there's anything... Like, if evidence came to light that Jesus was married, I don't think that would rattle too many people's faith because I think, like, being married in his culture was... And, like, it's what, like you were saying before, Josh, about Jesus being fully human. Like, yeah. marriage is just, like... a very common part of what it means to be human yeah although i think the um the competitive element of batchy might not go so well but if he went on the bachelorette this is this is the one i really wanted to talk about out of these two if he went on the bachelorette (laughs) yeah what do you reckon he'd win because he's like he's literally the perfect guy (laughs) i just had a thought he probably wouldn't make the cut because he's he wouldn't be a white Dude, <laughs> he could be the the token brown. He could be the token, um, yeah, Hebrew Jewish guy. Slightly, but then he'd probably get like voted off in the first three episodes, <laughs> right? Isn't that usually the way it runs? Would he win? <laughs> um, well, it depends who the woman is, you know, who the bachelorette is. Sophie Monk. If, if she's a <laughs> if she's a nun, then she's like a bride of Christ, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, so but not, aren't nuns supposed to be celibate? Yeah, they can hold hands. Oh. <laughs> Maybe more like a Whoopi Goldberg version of a nun. <laughs> I can see that. Well, I, you know what? I don't think he would win because based off every season of The Bachelorette, they always pick the wrong person. Mm. There's always, like, in inverted commas, Mr. Right, and then there's, like, Mr. Sexy. <laughs> yeah. And this is the way the producers write it they're like they want everyone to be shocked and uh, appalled at the decision at the end so jesus would come second there you go and then he would become the bachelor for the next year oh wow ah done okay while we're while we're on the um find the love of your life shows what about maths um (laughs) if jesus went on married i mean there are layers of why this is a problem but um (laughs) but if we assume just for the purposes of the thought experiment that jesus found himself on married at first sight (laughs) yep my impression of and i have not watched a lot of this show but my impression based on yeah well um (laughs) based on what I have seen, is that, I mean, it's a reality show. So, of course, the the experts are way more interested in creating drama in the matchups rather than creating, like, wedded bliss. <laughs> um, so, I can only imagine that, <laughs> Je- that Jesus would, you know, be set up with someone, you know, intensely frustrating and counter to, you know... Like someone who would not probably, find him attractive. Yeah, probably a Pharisee, right? Because <laughs> they they get set up with basically their enemies on that show. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he would probably be set up with a Pharisee. So like a like a like a right wing evangelical Christian who gets very offended. As speaking as an evangelical Christian, because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he would be infinitely patient. Like well, he would no, be not not with the Pharisee. <laughs> well, no, I guess not. But like with you know, with his wife, surely. Yeah, 
<laughs> I'm like, where do we go from here? Which road do we take? <laughs> yeah, uh, man, maths. It's, uh, yeah. I'm like, it's funny, like, you know, we're talking about Bachelorette. I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, there's a, there's a way to insert Jesus into that that's like, it's still cool. And then I'm like, maths, hmm. Yeah, nah, it's not gonna not gonna work for Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I, I and I guess fundamentally, like all of these shows are so counter to yeah what the Christian view of marriage is, and you know, like what God's view of marriage is as a you know a lifelong commitment, and as like self giving love, and as like the opposite of like trying to get rich and famous. Well, like yes and no. I think here's the thing: it's like like these shows. They're kind of neutral. They're not like they're neither here nor there. But once you add in the producers, mm. then things start to go awry. And then once you add in the contestants with all the different reasons why they're going on, like all their different faults and flaws and mm. and that kind of thing. Like I think you can be involved in in these shows as a Christian and not kind of fall into the trap of the show, if that makes sense. Mm. That It's a very difficult task. I think that would be almost impossible. But, like, there there have been some genuine people and couples that have come out of these shows that are kind of like the the diamonds in the rough. Yeah. And, like, I'm, I'm friends with... I'm friends with a few people from Maths, and um, there's a few particular people that now that I look back, I'm like... I can't believe that you were on that show because they're so different to the show. They're, um, yeah. they're, you know, very genuine and sweet and authentic and didn't do it for the fame, didn't want, you know, any pub- publicity after the show. So I think, like, generally, yeah, the shows are totally, like, counter, you know, maybe some of the um, the values that Christians have, but it doesn't necessarily mean that uh, that you can't be on that show and keep those values, keep that integrity and just hope that the editing is good. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the thing, right? Like, because we as viewers have, like, we just get the product at the end of it. Yeah. Well, it's not actually reality. That's the thing. Right. And so we don't know who these people really are. Like, I watch, like, Survivor's my show. And so, like, I, I love watch that. Survivor. And by the end of it, I feel like I know the people, but I don't know them. Like, it's even less than that illusion of knowing a celebrity because it's not just the the celebrity thing. It's also the celebrity through the filter of the production. And so maybe, I like, that's a good corrective for me to, like, not come in swinging so hard with, like, oh, the people who go on these shows. Because, of course, it's beat up to mm. look the most extreme and the most Salacious. scandalous. Yeah. <laughs> right. I guess one last thing to say about the kind of marriage shows is that Jesus already has a bride. Oh, okay. And again, this is not my my um, Dan Brown side coming out. <laughs> I, I'm talking about like, you know, the fact that as the church, like we are described in the Bible as God's, as the bride of Christ, yeah. you know, that marriage in the end is this picture of the love that God has for us. And mm. so... I guess. I don't know if that is the reason why Jesus was single. The other thing that I sometimes tell the kids at school when they ask is that, like, maybe Jesus just didn't want to be seen to be playing favorites. Do you know what I mean? Because if he died for all of us, but then he married one person, (laughs) maybe that's like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I know he had some, like, there were people he was tighter with than others, but... Mm. 
Jesus' bachelor season would would be a honey badger season. <laughs> but he'd say, I don't choose anyone, I choose the church. Ah, uh, that's off what the honey badger did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. <laughs> All right. So speaking of Survivor. Yes. I feel like Jesus could smash it. Although his social game might get him into trouble. Well, what do you guys think? Yeah, Survivor's an interesting one. And I've thought about this as well because I always, I don't know if you do this as well, but I'm like, how would I go on a show like that? And like, what kind of player would I be? Mm. Because the more that I watch it, the more that the whole game is to build trust so that you can break trust. <laughs> like, essentially, mm. it's to, um, it's, it's to be loyal so that at some point, you can be disloyal. Um, it's to be honest so that at some point you can be dishonest because that's the way that you win the game mm. is to like blindside people and whatnot. Um, and, and the game is so perfect that you, you can't get away with cruising. You can't get away with hiding because yeah, then, you, then yeah. you won't win. So, yeah. So, I've, I don't know. Like, what do you think about the wrestle between being honest but also playing the game to win? Like, what do you think about that? I Yeah, like, I that is exactly the thing that I was pondering. Because I think, like, when, like, so the, the season of All-Stars that just wrapped up um, in Australia, oh, I guess it was on the other side of the pandemic. It was a few months ago now. Yeah. But, like, there was this thing of, like, they all fought tooth and nail. But then when someone, most of the time when somebody got voted out, even when it was a total blindside, they'd got, like, kind of turn around and be like, oh, good one, guys. You yeah. know, and so... There's a sense in which... It's expected. Right. And so if it's just a game, like, you know, if I'm playing a board game where I have to, like, bluff and lie to people, mm. I don't get mad when, <laughs> when you're, they you're do that. Because it's like, it's the game. Yeah, no, we all agreed to this. And so, um, but there is also a point where it crosses over into, like, actual manipulation johnny fairplay have you seen that season? oh yes yeah 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 <laughs> well like that i mean he is just like the classic example of tom are you familiar with with johnny fairplay no i i watched one one episode last night in preparation for this I watched <laughs> okay. the first episode of all stars amazing i was like uh when, when he got when they got to the bit where they had to write names down the only thing i was like would jesus write his own name <laughs> sacrifice right and yeah oh, that's funny and then i was like well then he'd be out in the first round that's and that's all i've got on survivor yeah wow so, it's johnny fairplay it's, well johnny fairplay like to paint the picture is he was a classic villain because they always have to have villains in the show but to the point where <laughs> this this one time he uh the they get like family and friends to come visit and then they play a game and whoever wins the game gets to spend the rest of the day with their family and friend. And then what he'd done was he, he, he got his friend to come and tell everybody that his grandma had died. And so he came and like, they had this moment and it was like, Oh my gosh, this poor guy, like his grandma's died and he's, he's stuck here on this Island and he's just kind of found out. And so, <laughs> And so, basically, everyone let him win so that he could spend time with his friend. Um, but also, you know, he got ma massive, like, empathy points for the rest of the game until oh. you find out that that was absolutely a lie. And he had set this thing up. His, it was crocodile tears. He was, like, fake crying. And I think, like, Chris, you're right. Like, it, as much as it's a game, there's a point where you can manipulate people mm. and create like essentially he was um 
creating this emotional like um yeah manipulation where people actually thought his grandma was dead (laughs) which is uh, genius gameplay like it's it's just next level but at the same time i can't see jesus getting into that because at the same time like what happens when the game ends like you're still Mm. like as christians we're we're always ambassadors for jesus Mm. and so like you could make that move and say that it was genius gameplay but how how do you reconcile that with the people afterwards who you made cry Because yeah. you emotionally um, manipulated them. Yeah. Anyway, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> you should yeah. watch. You should yeah, watch yeah. that episode, Tom. It's pretty amazing. Oh, it's, I will. It's fantastic. Do you think, like, because obviously Jesus would kill the challenges. Like he'd smash them. Really? Like all the ones where you've got to swim out and he can just like run across the water. Like, it's, <laughs> like easy. Like, like if he wanted oh, to, he could miraculously sink every shot and wave his hand and the puzzle was solved. True. And I don't know if at that point the producers would be like, no, you just got to play normal. You can't. Like, <laughs> don't no, use your no, deity no on this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, hey, that's not that's not necessarily good gameplay, though. You know that, right? That's yeah, true. Because they, they target that, the, uh, what do you call them? The, the um, challenge beasts. Challenge beasts. Yeah. Exactly. And he would be the ultimate challenge beast. And so he probably, yeah, he, and I can just imagine him though. I just thought of this as well. Like on the jury, like on the final thing, like if he made the jury, he would just like see right into the two people. And so when it was his time to like get up and ask his question, yeah, it would be (laughs) like, he would just be like, okay, here's everything I know about you. Here's every sin that you've ever done yeah. <laughs> yeah so at that point i don't know what the rest of the jury would vote but i i would trust him to vote correctly whatever that even means mm. Mm. any final thoughts on survivor no but i think it's the, oh, i was gonna say it's the it's the better show that he could be involved in but in saying that we've discussed the like difficulty in like what's morally right and what's morally wrong in that show. So maybe it's not the best one to be involved in. And Survivor is this weird thing where it perpetuates, like the the people, I almost said characters, and I guess that's kind of right. The people who are the most interesting to watch are the most conniving and the most deceptive and the best yep. at manipulating people. And the ones who play, quote unquote, honorably, you just go, that's boring. Yep. And so... <laughs> Which is so not like Jesus is the most honorable person and he is the least boring person. (laughs) And so I think that I guess it perpetuates a kind of picture of all that stuff that Jesus would either completely upend in the way that he played or he'd just get like murdered in the edit and he'd come off looking terrible because the producers wanted him to be the boring one who got cast off. Yeah, I reckon I reckon he'd be first voted off. Sorry, Jesus. All right. So what about, and I guess maybe we can do these two as a, as a duo. I have the block and I have Lego Masters. And one, I guess, is just like... <laughs> oh, a, you can't put them together. Okay, just sorry. Just because they've both got blocks in it's them. It's just like different sized bricks. It's the same basic thing. <laughs> oh, goodness me. They're different shows. I will be honest. I've never watched one episode of the block, nor will I ever. So if either of you have opinions, <laughs> go wild, because I'm I will sit this one out. But the block. Well, okay. First of all, Carpenter. So it's he, right he up would, his alley. He would totally win. 
Yeah. <laughs> and and he'd be able to he'd be able to sort out the re- relational side of things. Like he could he could build and get on with his partner really well, I reckon. Who would he choose? He's I reckon he's got to choose a, one of his brothers cuz they're like they're builders together. So they'd be they'd be sweet. I think the yeah, the block Yeah, why not? He could do that. Um Lego Masters <laughs> sure he made the universe surely lego's not too hard for him like he yeah also also lego masters is the christian reality tv show like there are there have been a high proportion of christians on that show compared to any other reality tv show and maybe prepared to the population of australia why do you think there's that been is? a lot of christians on that show because it's because we love Lego, do we? Because it's so safe. Well, there's no there's no sex and violence in Lego, so it's a very safe <laughs> you, thing that you can play with as a have kid. Have you seen the how sharp the corners are? There's heaps of violence. Lots, yes. lots of lots of coarse language so caused by Lego. Yeah, but like I feel like they they're both like creating things. Like the block and Lego Masters are both about creativity and about building beautiful things, and so. To me, and also with with teamwork, like building beautiful things with others. And so that feels like exactly what Jesus is all about. Mm. The only exception being that it's competitive and the way that we're called to be creative with Jesus is collaborative rather than competitive. But I feel like as a category of show, if I had to guess which TV show jesus would choose to be on surely it'd be one of them you you might be right i don't know do we have any other (laughs) options there uh we we've got a couple more left tom i want to dispute your point about lego masters being the most christian reality tv show because surely (laughs) idol slash the voice (laughs) oh yeah that's um that would be up there for sure surely yeah yeah okay all those church kids from the the choirs and the worship bands and all of that. So what do we think? I mean, like, a bit questionable um, for Jesus to go on a show called Australian Idol or <laughs> Israeli Idol or whatever. But um, <laughs> what do you think? We have no. There is like surely Jesus sang. Jerusalem, like he was a Jerusalem's kid. got talent. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, like, that's the other one because. Um, like as as your fans will know, Josh, you have <laughs> been. This is the reality show that you have taken part in. Um, <laughs> One of them, I've been in, I've been involved in two now. Oh, what else have you done? I did Wipeout. Oh yeah, of course, I did see that. <laughs> to no avail. I didn't do very well in it, but yeah, Wipeout. And, Real quick. Yeah. How would Jesus go at Wipeout? Um, well, like you mentioned before, if he was, if he was engaging his full deity, uh, you know, a lot of the obstacles you end up in the water, but if, you know, if he wants to run across, (laughs) just straight across the water, that's, he's, he's in with a chance, I reckon. Okay. But back to the like singing slash talent challenges. I'm like, well, let's go with Australia's Got Talent or Israel's Got Talent Mm -hmm. or wherever. What do you think his talent would be? Water into wine, I guess. (laughs) Uh, well, That's pretty I, good. I want him to have. He'd fit. I want him to have some completely random talent, like like he like he juggling. plays the bells or something. Yeah, bells juggling. <laughs> uh, what are Christians good at? Uh, apparently, Lego. 
uh, flag, flag waving. Frisbee. <laughs> I don't know. Did, was there anything in the Bible where it was like, oh, yeah, he's he's picked up that skill from somewhere? There's that, there's that bit where he's got a Rubik's Cube and he does it real quick. <laughs> oh, that's that's a, I love that bit. <laughs> but, yeah, I think you're right. He's probably, he, he'd have to be good at singing, surely, you know? Well. All those psalms. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what? What he would be good at? Magician. Oh, but like, oh yeah, but the then you re- find out it's actually just miracles. Well, well that's and what I mean. It's like he he labels himself a magician, but he actually reads people's minds, multiplies bread and fish, and they're like, "Wow, you're such a good magician." He's like, "Yep, magician. That's what that's what it yeah, is." Yeah, mentalist. <laughs> Darren Brown. He can end the end the trick with like, "What do you think is more powerful for me to pull a rabbit out of my hat or for me to forgive your sins?" Ooh. And I'm like, "Whoa, Whoa. yeah." <laughs> <laughs> that was great. But again, like it's interesting because I mean, I know we've kind of already answered the question, would he do any of this at all? <laughs> but literally anything could be his talent. If like as you say, Josh, he used his full deity, he could just make anything happen. But when you look at the miracles of Jesus in the Bible, they are all for a very specific purpose and not to Play tricks. Like win a competition or yeah. to, yeah, like to wow people with his tricks. Mm, very true. If I like, this is like chalk this up as one of the many ways that I am unlike Jesus, but man, I'd be tempted to just use it to do cool stuff. <laughs> if you could do literally anything, you like imagine the, I don't, I don't know, maybe the magic show you put on is simultaneously more and less impressive when it turns out none of it is sleight of hand. It's yeah. all just <laughs> Literally. cosmic power. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, final one on my list is MasterChef. And I feel like Jesus has, in a couple of places in the Gospels, proven his food <laughs> preparation credentials. <laughs> it, well, I don't know about quality, but definitely quantity, right? Yeah. Well, like in the <laughs> ones where they're like yelling at each other in the kitchen and they've got to like feed 50 people like that, like surely... <laughs> <laughs> Although he he did you know turn the water into wine and the they said hey this is the best wine ever <laughs> that's true for a couple of episodes it'd build great tension and then after that it'd be like well we just know Jesus it's the same yeah same same <laughs> well that brings me to <laughs> the end of my list so I don't know where we've got is there any way to to sum up any all of this or do we just kind of let it lay where it lays tom have you got any thoughts yeah well i've I've, my my thought was that so like reality tv like the whole point is that you're getting real people and then you put them in exceptional situations and then you're like how are they going to respond and then like it's totally edited and produced but that's like that's like the the conceit of reality tv but but then, like, what we have with Jesus is we have God himself who becomes a real person and puts himself in ordinary situations and extraordinary situations, and then we see who he is in those situations. So so in some ways it's like this is – Jesus is like – this is probably a bad analogy and it feels like, like we're squashing – like I'm squashing a sermon <laughs> illustration in with – reality tv but it's like jesus is the reality tv of who god is like we get to see god himself on display for humanity in this situation of what would it be like if god was a human and lived with us Mm. and so and so jesus is our reality tv so there you go there's there's 
that's what I came up with, and it feels all right to me. If you wanted to jam in a sermon illustration, we should have talked about Undercover Boss, because surely we've all heard <laughs> oh. the sermon about how Jesus is the real Undercover Boss. Um, That's great. So you just I, I regularly. Sorry, go, Josh. I was just going to say I just remembered that I tried out for a reality show, and <laughs> this is ages ago. Ages and ages ago, I tried out for Big Brother and um, I got down to like, then, you know, they do like different rounds and I got to like speaking with a, a like a handful of producers and my kind of characteristics is like pretty introverted, but, you know, still like to have fun and like make jokes and whatnot, but like pretty like uh, under the radar and then they noticed that, right? And so they knew I was a Christian and like, that was pretty obvious. Um, and so, you know, this British producer, like hard nosed guy is like interrogating me basically of like, how would you react to this? And how would you react to that? And like me just being me, I'm like, Oh yeah, I'd, I'd react like pretty reasonably, you know, I'd, I wouldn't, you know, explode or make enemies or can, you know, have confrontation. He's like, well, well, Jesus did that. Like, look at him at the uh, the temple. You know, he was throwing tables around and yelling at people and and whipping people and 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 I said to him, I'm like, yeah, but I'm not Jesus. And then he said, yeah, you're not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that was it. Didn't make the show. <laughs> oh my goodness. I was like, wow. Okay. Well, at least he knows his Bible stories. The most shocking part of that story to me is that the producer of Big Brother was ready to, like, yeah, read Bible to have stories the- theological, you. like, yeah, <laughs> argument. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Pastor. Yeah. I'm trying to be. That, to me, seems like he was just checking to see if you were, and so he was asking a <laughs> question, because what a scoop if they could get him on. <laughs> well, actually, why don't we do that one? Because, like, for some reason that was not on my list. Big Brother. Why don't we finish on this? Um, yeah. Because when you think about it, isn't Jesus the real big brother? Ah, uh, there it is. Looking down the, the on true us. true older brother. No, well, I was thinking, like, not the scary kind, like oh. the true older brother who, you know, did what we couldn't do. Um, but before I get, like, super spiritual about it, <laughs> do you think Jesus could win big brother? Or do you think he'd be too reasonable? Do you think he'd never get cast? Well, that that's what I'm saying. But I guess in that interview... He could be like, uh, no, you're not. And then he'd be like, but I am. I don't know. Again, it's like there's there's part um, competitive, competitiveness in Big Brother. It's part, you know, Survivor where you, you have to play the game. It's popularity. So, again, it's like, yeah, he's, he's, not, he's not people's cup of tea in that sense. I guess the thread that's coming through with all of this for me is like, if he wanted to, Jesus could smash any of these. Like, he could win any of them. He could be whoever he needed to be to get the votes or to manipulate people or to attract the right person or whatever. And so it's not a question of his capacity to win. It's the question of would he do what it takes to win one of these shows? And I think in so many of the cases, the answer is no, because Mm. he's just got too much integrity. And like, as you said, Josh, like, I think you can go in and, and be on these shows and maintain some kind of 
integrity and be in it for the right reasons. But I think it's a real uphill battle. Yeah. If there was like, if there was a show called like Australia's Got Integrity, then he'd probably win that. (laughs) But, you know, generally, generally speaking, integrity isn't what wins these shows or gets you further. Mm. And so I think... That's the whole thing. He, he's, his character, his values do not align with most of these shows or like, or the progression in these shows or the winners of these shows. Mm. Um, and I think that's, that's the thing. The problem isn't with him. The problem is with the shows. And I think he's like, he is too much his own person. You know, because inevitably to be on one of these shows, you're signing up to the format and you're signing up. Mm almost to play a character and you're yeah. a subject, if not in your own person, at least on the cutting room floor mm. to the whims of producers and editors and stuff. And I think just Jesus was too single-minded. Yeah. Like he had a thing that he was going to do and he was going to do it despite what anybody mm. else said. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I'm glad that when Jesus came, he had better things to do than be on reality TV. <laughs> I'm, I'm grateful that he chose dying for the sins of the world rather than um, cooking a really <laughs> awesome souffle. Yep. Okay. Is that, is that the note we Great. <laughs> cool. I think that's okay. it. When I Tom, think, I think when Tom says it. great in that voice, it means yeah, that's it. wrap it up. <laughs> so... All right. Um, Josh, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been so fun having you My on the pleasure. podcast. Yeah. Um, thank you for being our first ever guest and setting an extremely high bar for <laughs> others to be scared to follow. Yeah, right. Um, so sucked in everyone who comes on next. So to to finish up, Josh, um, if people want to find more of you and more of your stuff online, where can they go? Where can they find you? Yeah, hi Josh. I'm basically hi Josh everywhere: Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, a little bit of TikTok. Um, yeah, for so now. For now, ooh, don don don. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just type in hi Josh anywhere. <laughs> just type yeah. it in, and uh, maybe you'll find some of my videos and stuff. Fantastic! And um, Batchy's coming back, I hear. Yeah, it's starting back in a couple of weeks. So. Um, I don't know. It's it's batchy season's kind of fun for me. I think normally, like you know, just recapping it and make making jokes and that kind of thing. So uh, yeah, hopefully, I just got a new TV, so I'm excited to like for it to be in like high definition this time. Oh, <laughs> fantastic! It'll be like you're right there. I know, amongst it all. Well, okay, Tom. Um, how about you? If people want to find some more of you, where can they go? <laughs> Where where are your viral videos, Tom? What have you done lately? Oh, well, yeah, look, I, ma- I made a video that got 800 views, so I'm a big oh, deal. That's uh, pretty good. You, yeah, you go to, <laughs> that's on YouTube, go to TW French, or just go to tomfrench.com.au and you can find my videos, preaching, podcast, books, all that, all there. And Chris, if you want to find out more from you, where do they go? Um, they can go to chrismorphew.com and you can find my books and you can find my spectacularly unsuccessful youtube channel and whatever else so great all right um well this has been questions you're not asking thank you guys so much for listening what are we doing next week tom uh next week we are doing was jesus a rubbish carpenter wow fantastic 
Well, looking forward to it. All right. Thank you, Josh, again. It has been fantastic to have you. Thank you, Josh. Pleasure. And that's it. See you later, guys. Bye.